0: And if you're just joining us, don't panic. All you need to do is grab... Radio 7. Radio 7. Coming up next, I've been rummaging through the archives, and I've managed to find something pretty special. So, sit back, relax, and crank up your Victrola, as we bring you a classic episode of Bernard, Where's Me Cap? Bernard! Yes, Father?
1: Bernard! Where's me cap? Have you tried looking on the mantelpiece? (laughs) Have I tried looking on the... Bernard! I'm going to beat you to within an inch of your life when I get hold of you. Wait a minute. That's not my cap. Why are my
0: service medals on the mantelpiece? Mother says you got them for being brave, but if that's true, why does looking at them make you cry? Oh Danny, it should have been me instead of you. Hey father, do you want a tissue? Thank you, Bernard.
1: Wait a minute. That's not a tissue. That's my cap! <laughs> oh, oh, oh.
0: We'll be bringing you more classic radio next week when we dust off the live studio recording of spike milligan does all the accents for now though we've been celebrating anti-bullying week this week by sending our least favorite reporter michael smelly smelly four eyes Angathon, to interview school children and find out why everybody hates them Here at Bigoteau Primary School, talking to
1: Aaron, who's been a victim of bullying in the past,
0: and and now still, of course. Um, sorry, Aaron. They, they pick on me because of my nose. Now that seems unfair. I've seen some noses that look worse. It's it's not the way it looks. Oh, okay. It's the sound it makes. Sorry, the sound. Yeah, when I blow out of the left side, it makes this sound. <laughs> and I blow the right, it, it makes this sound. And I, I can make another noise, but that's private. Right. I, I mean, all the other kids think I'm evil. Well, I, I don't
1: see how they could come to that conclusion.
0: you! Oh, no, I did a poop. Radio 7. I'm just saying if it was my kid, I'd be tempted to, you know. Uh, That was Michael there, interviewing a perfectly likeable child. Next up, everyone loves a blooper. From the elephant making a mess in the Blue Peter studio to rude words being spelled out on the countdown board, we've all got our favourite. But this one is going to take some beating quiz show host Carbon Fist was arrested last night as he unwittingly confessed to murder in front of a live studio audience, solving what was, at that point, a decade-old cold case. We've got a short clip from that recording to play for you now. Okay, it's time for the quick fair round. Let's check those buzzers before we begin. Robbie, yours goes... And Jen, yours goes... Wait, how did that get in there? Dad! Oh, Jen, oh gosh. (laughs) Dad! I haven't seen him in eight years. Could somebody play the music, please? Dad! Oh, my God! Radio 7. the producers of carbon's quiz show are listening i'm available and i haven't done any murders coming up next we've got our regular feature director's commentary nope sorry <laughs> i'll do that again we've got our regular feature funeral director's commentary the show where funeral directors watch a recording of funerals they've directed and tell us what was going through their mind at the time
1: uh we were thinking for this one you know go you know black And, um, you know, know, it was the right call.
0: I've told my family that when I go, I want to be stuffed and mounted. And now, we've got an in-depth science report regarding one of the greatest discoveries of the modern era. It turns out... There is somebody out there, but who are they? We sent David Carben to washington d c to find out more. NASA have been
1: scanning the skies for over half a century now, and up until yesterday, you'd be right in thinking that it was a complete waste of time. Well, no, I wouldn't say that. entire careers have started and ended with absolutely soddle to show for it. Well, no, hang but on. all of that. Is about to change. Isn't that right, Colonel? Well, uh, yeah, um, yesterday we received our first transmission. I mean, this is truly an incredible development for all of humanity to finally discover that we are no longer alone in the universe. Colonel, could we listen to it? Sure can. Um, let me just, uh, uh, here we go. we are not sure what it means just yet but um, sorry colonel it's funny it actually sounds a bit like you oh <laughs> you're you're not the first one to uh, say that but i can assure you the transmission has been verified it it definitely came from Many uh, lightning... Are you okay, Colonel? Yeah, no, I'm fine. I just get dry skin on my face sometimes. It gets a bit itchy. Anyway, listen to me rambling on. I'd better get going. <laughs> i got a pretty important flight to catch tomorrow. Where are you heading? Oh, to the ISS. Oh, Colonel, I didn't realize you're an astronaut. Damn, drive flicking... Yeah. Okay, we all... Drive... F- Colonel, could you... Could you play the transmission again. Sure, sure. But after that, you, uh, well, I really have to go. Okay, we all set? No, sorry. Have you considered maybe I don't know, applying some lotion or cream to your face? No, I, I'm happy to let nature take its course. Anyway, I'm off to space for six months. You know, who needs to look good in space? Um, I really feel you you should yeah, look look look, look no, after it, your face. It's been a real pleasure talking to you. This. Look, we can uh, we can have a chat about face cream when I get back, okay? <laughs> <Curdle>. <laughs> Thanks, pal. Good, good to meet you, but I really good luck, Colonel um I've been David Carbent. back to you Radio
0: thank you, David. Coming up next, Aaron Bragman is back to delight us with more delicious recipes from his one ingredient cookbook. Okay, so, take a potato. And we'll have more from Aaron next week when he'll be doing something very surprising with a squash. Next up, former paddling pool magnate Lord Castlemaine got in touch with us to report that he has a rather unusual effect on birds. Misinterpreting things somewhat, we sent our chief investigative reporter down to Surrey to talk to the man himself.
1: Yes, well, I always come out here for a walk after dinner, and you know what, the other day I slipped and I fell, and uh, you know, I wanted to check my knee, so I rolled up my trouser leg, like I'm doing now, and, yeah, they just, they hate my left kneecap. It's very strange, I don't understand it at all um I, I have tried some other things I, i've tried to show my uh my my right elbow my left elbow um I, I exposed my right kneecap nothing but look watch left kneecap again and you'll see it drives them absolutely berserk you know, I, i've never seen anything like it Radio,
0: Radio 7. Yes. And that programme is dedicated to the memory of Lord Castlemaine as he was pecked to death shortly afterwards. Now, from pointy beaks to empty cheeks. Coming up next, we've got a sneak preview of our radio play for the day, Extract, which is all about the current teenage obsession with gumming, the process of removing all of one's teeth and turning towards a soup-based lifestyle. Here it is now. Enjoy. Look, just be honest with us. Is it because me and your dad broke up? No. It's
1: nothing to do with you or dad, okay? It's just about me.
0: It's just about who I am. And I'm a gummer. Okay? Radio 7.
1: Radio 7.
0: And if that's got your interest piqued on the topic of toothlessness, you'll want to tune in tomorrow when we have prominent gummer Tony Tatterat in the studio reading from his book Me and My Gums, the story of how I learned to love myself and hate saying my name. For now, though, he's become a figure of fun in his hometown of Chapworth, but will Gareth stop me turn out to be the cat that got the cream? We speak to the inventor, of the Man-Milker. So, you know, what you
1: do is you just, uh, yeah, you just attach it on the nipple like that, and then, uh, I'll start it up. I'll just start it up. There we go. How does that feel? It's slightly unnerving, but it's not unpleasant. Yeah, we, uh, Try to make it as nice as possible. Obviously, there's not much milk, so it's got to, um, you know, it, it, it's got to work hard to get it out. Yeah, I can feel it, but I'm working hard. <laughs> and you say you came up with this in a dream? Yeah, I just, um, it just sort of came to me, um... I just woke up, and I to my wife, and I said, uh, I'm going to milk some mantis." She didn't know what I meant, but then I made the machine. All right, I think it's just about done. I'm going to turn it off now. And there, see? You can see... Look at that. That's man-milk. Oh, wow. The, that's... It's not much, is it? Well, about a thimble full, but that's about more than anyone else has ever made. So, um,
0: who's that for now? Radio 7. Thank you to Gareth there, and also to our intrepid reporter, Samuel Boff. Not only did he go the extra mile for his story, but he's just made me an intriguingly Moorish cup of tea. Next up, we meet the cobbler who created shoes so tiny he could fit them on a millipede. I haven't slept in three weeks. (laughs) Putting shoes on that thing is the biggest regret of my life.
1: Radio 7.
0: Breakfast. 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 Porridge. Breakfast. Breakfast. Porridge. Toast. Now, as a radio station, it is our solemn duty to bring you important stories from some of the most dangerous places in the world. Even so, we were hesitant to send a reporter to cover this particular South African uprising. Be warned, this next report contains some very Irritating honks. Here on the dusty streets of Johannesburg, Vuvuzela separatists, otherwise known as Vuvuzelens, are making a last stand. After their widespread use in the 2010 World Cup, it was quickly decided by almost everyone that the plastic instruments were a blight upon the earth. The Vuvu Zalans, however, disagreed, and although their numbers have been dwindling since 2010, the remaining hardcore blowers are sticking to their horns. So, excuse me, excuse me, sir, can you tell me anything about your movement? I can tell you for one thing we won't be going quietly. Radio 7. Radio 7. And with that, I'm afraid I must bid you goody bye. I will, however, leave you with something to soothe your ears after that particular report. So gather your children close and snuggle up tight, because it's time for Derek's bedtime stories. Hello and welcome to Derek's bedtime stories. Um, today we're going to be today we're going to be reading from uh, a very famous. Cut the can you cut the chimes? Um today we're going to be reading from They're Getting Louder. Today it's a very famous story, um which I'm sure many of you will know, but i CUT the fucking chimes Derek, we but warned it, you about this before. It's a very mate. famous story. Go.
1: Radio 7 Radio Radio 7 would like to thank Kevin McLeod from Incompatech and the many artists at Freesound.org, without whom the oral landscape of our programming would not exist. Our station's owner, Phil Lindsay, would like to thank you all for listening to these selected clips from Radio 7's schedule. Your listenership is valuable to him, and he considers you all shareholders in the company in a meaningful but non-binding way. To help us grow as a broadcasting platform, we do ask that you leave a review on your podcast app. A simple five stars would suffice, or better yet, tell someone else about our simple country station. Thank you once more with feeling. Goodbye.